Welcome to the Justified Podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Justified on FX. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking about Season 6, Episode 11, entitled Fugitive Number 1. What do you think of this episode? I'm paying an episode of television the highest compliment I can on a bald move podcast. I've broken out the good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. We, we, we usually drink Swill, to be honest. Uh, some kind of bullshit Canadian blended whiskey. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's cheap. Yeah. But back in my more well-heeled days, I still have a few bottles left. And uh, when I have a really good episode, I like to celebrate. Mm-hmm. You like to get out to Johnny Walker. I like to get out to Lagavulin. Yeah, it's sad that it's come. Like, I used to drink Johnny Black just for the fun of it. Yeah. Now it's come to special, special occasion occasions. status. And I don't know that I like that, but okay. I, and uh, talking about the episode this week is a special occasion. I, uh, I feel like uh, Yo stitched me a clown suit. Uh, I willingly wore it. Uh-huh. Uh, he's like, uh, heard my podcast last week, and he's like, oh, you think uh, we've written ourselves in a corner? There mm-hmm. are no corners. No, there are no corners in Justified. Just amazing. And and uh, you know, I've, I've kind of been skeptical in building up Mikey, or excuse me, Michael. Please, yes. Michael as a character. Uh, but I'll be damned if it didn't pay off. I was kind of emotional. I mean, th- that... That was one of the most badass scenes I've seen in a while, I don't too. know that the logic tracks through, but that was like shit out of Lone Survivor, man. He, uh, my, one of my good friends texted me because he was watching Real Times. He's like, man, Mike, uh, what a soldier. And that's, yeah, he's a soldier. For sure. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I love that scene. I want to talk about it more when we get there. See, what no, I loved about this stuff is I couldn't, because I was thinking, I can only think of things like, oh, how's Boyd going to get himself out of prison? Yeah. So you gotta, I never thought that the other villains would, you know. Give him that opportunity. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. which, and then, but not for any kind of convenience. It made uh-huh. sense. Like, Avery Markham absolutely would want that to happen. Yep. And, um, you know, Carl, it's kind of hard to believe he's that stupid. But Boyd is super charming, and you forget what an asshole he is. And it's a lot of money. And it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's enough to tempt any man, I think. And again, like I frequently forget what a villain the Boyd is. Yes, that was the the incredible thing about that scene. Mm-hmm. It's when he turns on Carl. I I didn't expect it, but man, I should have been expecting it. Right. I felt like a dumbass for not He's, expecting him to turn around and blow the away. the frog, man. Yeah. And then they made it... Where I, at first I was shocked he shot Carl just after saying how much he cared about him and his brother, knowing that that would doom his brother as well. Mm. And then he flipped his hat, the sheriff's hat, back on, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> Boyd as a lawman, it's fucked. It, but but it works on such a meta level because it's yeah. a commentary on Raylan too. Uh-huh. Like Raylan's an outlaw that is a legitimate, or he's a legitimate lawman that is kind of a renegade. Yeah, and. Uh, Boyd is an outlaw that has a complex code of honor. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, man. It's it's crazy, and yeah. I, but I love it. They're almost mirror images of each other in some ways. And now I have no problem imagining an awesome next two episodes. I mean, this is the table is fucking set. Yeah, especially that. Uh, let no let let's get the the formalities out of the way. Who made this episode? <laughs> Uh, John Avnet, uh, who's a director on hmm. the 10 previous episodes of Justified, and his Yost connection uh, is he worked on Boomtown for a similar amount of uh, episodes. Hmm. Okay. And it's written by our buddy Taylor Elmore, uh, who is a, a writer-producer, uh, executive producer, and has been with the troupe since season two, I believe. Hmm. Uh, and uh, Keith Schreier, 
who was a writer and writer's assistant on over 10 episodes of Justified with actual sole writer credit on four episodes. He also worked on the season's The Hunt. Okay, cool. Um, with that said, where do you want to start with this episode? I feel like there are only a few threads here. How about um, art coming back? That's cool. I don't need a fucking outline to talk about this episode. Art coming back. That. Yeah, when he walks in, I, I noticed, man, there's something different about art. Yeah. When he walks in, Rachel's like, uh, what does she say to how him? Bad how, how bad is it? And he's like, well, I shay. Yeah, just the way he <laughs> Nick Searchy, uh, well... I shaved. Yeah. And also, like, I don't think I've ever seen him that bald. Sure. And no, it was also never. amusing to see his stubble grow out over the course of the episode. Oh, did it? I didn't even yeah, notice Yeah, yeah, I was kind of keeping a close eye on it. All um, right. But, I, man, I, I love that he is the only thing that Raylan is afraid of. And they've never really specified that. They've always had this relationship where Raylan's mostly right, and Art, and you know, every time you know, Art had to bust him one last last season. Yeah, and he deserved it. But when he, you know, we were talking about this when we were watching it, when he ordered him back to Lexington at the helicopter, and Raylan got in the car, like he's afraid of Art. Yeah, that's but, almost surprised me in a way. And this episode is this tension between his fear of uh, the wrath of art uh-huh. and his compulsion to track down Boyd. Like, okay, I'm going to go, oh, Boyd just shot his way out of a hospital. Fuck it. I'm not that afraid of the old man. Yeah. yeah. But then that what it pays off ultimately at the end when art's like, you know, I give you 48 hours to come back yeah. before I consider you a fugitive. Mm-hmm. And Raylan's kind of trying to shit him. And he's like, yeah, Raylan, uh, after 48 hours i'm going to be the one coming after you yeah that's cool that's really cool and it it makes you believe that that raylan actually is kind of afraid i think because he's got that father figure relationship too yeah yeah certainly it it does art's kind of a badass i mean he's an old badass but i think he knows how to track a dude down sure i i would totally buy that i art is a lot of things art is intimidating at times art is a softy at times but art is Above all, a martyr for what he believes in. Um, He believes in the things that Rachel did, letting... You know, I mean, he was counseling her the entire time. So, in a way, he's the one who needs to take responsibility for this anyway. He tried to. Yes, yes. And so, you know, when he says, basically, yeah, leave Rachel out of it, I'm the one you're dealing with, Vasquez, uh, he he still gives Raylan a little bit of slack here and a little bit of rope. Because I don't... Here's the thing... This case couldn't get done without Art doing what he's doing, I feel. And thank God he's recovered. Be- because there's a couple food. of things. I mean, the the idea that, you know, Ava is off on the run to Groobs. Mm-hmm. As soon as Raylan hears the name Groobs, he knows exactly where to go. Mm-hmm. And that's because of his history. And right. that's because of who he is. And you have to, it, without Raylan around, I mean, that investigation takes forever. Oh, no doubt. And you and and Boyd and Ava and Markham are all off the reservation before sure. you can even get to them. Yeah. You'll never find them. Yeah. So, I mean, Raylan is essential to this case in in one on one side and he's also a hindrance to the case on the other. And I also think that Art has all they've always done a really good job of showing that Art it's yeah. I'm gonna make a lot of banshee comparisons because there's a relationship between how many throats has he ripped out? <laughs> there's a relationship between the black bearded cop whose name ex- excludes me, who's like the second in command of the of the sheriff's office that Lucas Hood, which is a fake cop, renegade fake cop, serves under. He's always suspicious of his motivations, but he can't quite prove Lucas anything. Hood. Lucas Hood, who Lucas, who's Lucas is a star. Hood? 
He's the star. Oh, oh, you're talking about Banshee. I'm like, where, where is this in? Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Just making a Banshee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, now you fucked up my my uh, elaborate Banshee metaphor. Sorry, Lucas Hood. No, they've done a good job of showing it. Like he's been suspicious, and he think, but he's got no proof. But he sees this guy doing so much good, and I feel like that's a, that's a lot of the relationship that R has with Raylan. He doesn't yeah, yeah. want to believe his worst suspicions. Yeah, which we know are unfounded. Absolutely. Although he's Raylan, not sleeping with Ava again. He's not sleeping with Ava. He's not stolen his ten million dollars. But mm-hmm. Vasquez lays out the facts in such a way that, God damn it, sounds like Raylan did. Sounds like it. Yeah. Like a person that doesn't know him to his bones would suspect. And Nick, I think, or not Nick, I'm sorry, Art is essentially saying, "48 hours is how long I've got until I start thinking." Gotcha. You're, you're a problem. Yeah, until I start believing it. But also, what do you think Raylan meant where he says, what other choice do I have, Art? Because I think at this point, if Raylan comes in, they cuff him. I think so, yeah. And he's saying, my only way out of this is to find Boyd, Ava, the money, or preferably all three. Yeah, I and think, so. I I think, think you're right. Art, he realizes that. Yeah, and so he's willing, like I said, to kind of martyr himself. I mean, if he lets Raylan stay out there... And Raylan doesn't find the money, doesn't find Ava, doesn't find Boyd. Mm-hmm. His ass is on the line too. Yeah, kinda. I don't. I think he's. I think uh, Art I is mean, more he worried has... about about Raylan and Rachel. Okay, I mean, he has a lot of leeway here, but I. He's old. He's ready to retire. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he's maybe probably he just got, doesn't care. I feel like he's got enough leeway with the force that he could probably do just about anything short of murdering a president and <sighs> get off with his pension. Okay, he might be forced Maybe. to retire, but uh, they're not going to just 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 screw him. I think that's why he Maybe tried so. to try to spare Rachel because he's like, I can take my ass is thick yeah, enough yeah, to yeah. take this heat. Yours is still on the tender side. I, yeah, unless Vasquez really decides to press the issue. I I mean, but I also, that guy's a pit bull, right? He's I'm not ready to move off of Art real quick. Um, I'm not either, okay, but okay. I, this is in relation to Art. I he's scary in a way that um is not necessarily that intimidating but he does have the weight of the law behind him and yeah. i i think if he brought that crashing down on art plus he's always that could be scary for he's him. always being an antagonist to rayland yeah the only reason he's playing nice and nice of late is because he really wants to get boyd badly yes and i thought that was a really cool thing of art because rachel's kind of at a professional low point and you know he's got to take the desk back from her but he says hey you did one thing that i was never able to do on all my years behind his desk you got boyd crowder which yeah. He didn't have to do. And I think it's cool, like, his personal relationship to these deputies. It is. It is. Um, and he, he brings a... I, I don't know. It's, it feels... That position feels very different with Art in it than it does with Rachel in it. Oh, yeah. Even though... <clears throat> excuse me. Even though during that time, Art was counseling Rachel. And Rachel was kind of doing what Art would have done in her place. Um it it just feels I don't know it feels cooler for one a l- little more of that southern draw doesn't hurt anything sure uh, but it also feels a little a little more heartfelt like mm. he's got he's got more of his heart in it okay um, and I've always felt that about art like he he's the the deputy marshal who cares yeah uh, uh, even if he's gonna do a couple things to bend or stretch the law do you want to talk about Raylan next sure Let's talk about where he's at I mean he's Looking around, I mean, he got the tip off about Groobs at the end. Uh-huh. So that's certainly where he's headed. And he got the tip um, off they, about they Zachariah up... from Boyd. Yes. Well, yeah. 
It was from Boyd, wasn't it? As he's walking out of the hospital room. Which, what did you think of that scene? Um, he goes into the hospital room to interrogate him, and I like the banter. I mean, everything about this is gold. Yeah. But the banter about, uh, you know, did you shoot? Or he, he said, the doctor asked him, are you the one that shot him? He goes, nope, I'm the one that dropped him off. And Boyd says, that's not exactly true. And he's talking about the dropping off. Yeah. But I originally thought it's not exactly true because, well, no, Ava shot him. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't Raylan. So, yeah, Raylan's never shot Boyd. Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. No. Maybe he did. I almost feel like a real jackass if he did shoot him at some point. Not In, like, fatally, season, season two. one or two, yeah. Right. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's been such a long time. Uh, yeah, so, so Raylan lets Ava go. That's a problem for him. I mean, he's not completely on the up and up here. He could have said... Sorry, Ava, I'm taking you in. I'm taking the but money. She had, this the case is, is over. She had a gun on him. Now, she did. Could yeah. he outdraw someone who's already drawn and isn't really accustomed to killing? Maybe. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Because like against someone like Boone, that's no. you're dead. Yeah. Um, of course, Boone wouldn't draw on you before you drew on him. So certainly. But yeah. I like their their back and forth where he's like, you know, Boyd's like, come on, Raylan, let's have one more ride together. See if we can't work this out. Uh-huh. And he's like, "What are you? What problem are you referring to? Are you talking about Ava or the money?" And he's like, "Aren't they the same problem?" He goes, "Are they to you?" And then a minute later, Boyd is able to flip it on the the, the tables on him because Raylan laid out like, "You know who Markham is. You know what he will do to Ava. Do you think you've got enough time to get out of here and spare her from that, or do you? You know, does it even matter?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, do you?" And it's just great that yeah. been trading those off like fuck yous and <laughs> Raylan coming out with the my my. I don't know why, but I thought that was like as flustered as I've ever seen him get. Yeah, no, I, that's a good point, and it's hard to deny. Like it really blew him back <laughs> in the like, my my, almost like he didn't realize that that's a possibility of a comeback. He didn't have a comeback. Yeah, yeah, my my is not a comeback. No, no, no. I mean the the possibility of Boyd giving him yes, like throwing it right back in his face. And I think him kind of trying to grapple, you know, because that's something that surely he thinks about. Yeah. But having Boyd, you know, ready to, to hurl it in his face, just fucking awesome. Yeah, it's great. And I, I wonder how much Boyd is doing this to kind of point him in a direction that will get the marshals focused elsewhere. But the thing is, is I went back and forth on that, too. But telling about Zachariah was a dead on tip. Oh, no, that's what I mean. Oh, like, okay. get the focus off of him. Oh, okay. So maybe, like, if he tries to make an escape, there I thought won't you be were saying there. the opposite. I thought you were saying that he's still trying to protect Ava. I don't think no. so. After this episode, no. yeah. Boyd is a cold-hearted assassin. Yeah, I'm with you there. He's big pimping. Speak of another cold-hearted assassin, as in relation to uh, Raylan here. Yes. Let's talk about the Boone scene. The where, where he goes Which to inform, one? The one where he goes to inform Arkham that... Uh, Raylan goes to inform Arkham that... Uh, Catelyn is dead. Catelyn. Catelyn. Catherine, sorry. Uh-huh. Got her. <laughs> Getting back into the Game of Thrones mode. Yep, yep. Uh, that it's is a super portal. tense scene. Uh-huh. Like, so fucking tense. I thought they were going to draw it out I and just have so, it out it right was, there. With, the great thing about this part of the season is you can't rule anything out. No, it's and almost I'm like, man, it's two episodes ago. If, if Buffy had died, or sorry, Buffy, if Duffy had died, I would be thinking <laughs> no way. But since he kind of wiggled yeah. out... I'm like, oh God, we they they could I I'm totally breathless. And when he said that thing about the pin drop, mm-hmm. that's what it was like in my living room, man. Yes, absolutely. It was fucking horrifying. Uh and this guy's got this crazy intensity about him that 
you just don't know. You don't know. And it's yeah, something see, out of a goddamn Western movie with his hat and, you know, I I almost thought he bought a duster this episode, but it's the same Carhartt <laughs> thing he's been yeah, wearing. Yeah. He is going full country Western. He is, yeah. He makes a... Somebody either calls him Billy Jack or he makes mm-hmm. a reference to Billy Jack. I think Raylan said about his hat. Yeah, yeah. It looks like... Some, he calls him something like Billy Jack. Billy Jack is a movie from 1971 where there's a cow... Cowboy, I struggle to call this guy a cowboy, (laughs) given the synopsis of the movie. Um, But he wears a hat just exactly like that. The movie's called Billy Jack. Uh, I just want to read the synopsis here because it it is ridiculous. Do it. Ex-Green Beret, Hapkido expert, saves wild horses from being slaughtered for dog food (laughs) and helps... Dignity. Rick Grimes, if he was here, Rick Grimes were here, he'd put a stop to it. Oh, yeah. And and helps to protect uh, Desert Freedom School... For Runaway. Mm. That sounds like the craziest movie synopsis I've ever heard. Totally. And it's also, do you think it's a sly meta commentary that Ray, this guy's trying to put on a cowboy affectation that Raylan just kind of cares? Raylan's not a cowboy either. No, he's but not. But he pulls that shit off like nothing. Yeah, this guy wants, I feel like this guy that's, wants to be a cowboy saying, too movie, much. Like you said, this guy's not really a cowboy. He's a Green Beret. Ex-Green Beret have keto expert. With a crocodile Dundee hat, yeah. So this guy's not a real cowboy either. Uh-huh. Are they? Are we trying to? Are they trying to suggest that he is in fact a dandy that is good? He's very Maybe confident so. and he's good at bullying uh, little girls. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, they could go so many ways with this. This could be the Raiders of the Lost Ark, where Raylan just draws, pulls, shoots the guy, and it's nothing. It could be something where Raylan has to somehow outthink him or outfight him. It could be a, a fair draw that he just barely wins. Raylan could get shot. Um, any of those <laughs> things, of us, yeah. would, I would would eagerly watch. Yeah, I I don't know. There's a lot of people on our forums speculating and and kind of hoping that Loretta will be the one to take him out. I thought that too. I don't. I want Raylan to gun this guy down. I've got to see Raylan do something badass with his weapon by the end of this series. I almost hope that like this. So this guy is this trope where. He laid some cold-blooded smack down to um, uh, the Loretta, laser gun in within easy reach, and then turns his back on her, supremely confident that she's not going to shoot him. Yeah. One of these days, I want to see a movie where Loretta opens her door, points a gun at her, and says, hey, jackass, pow, pow, pow. <laughs> and the guy just dies yeah. bleeding in the street. I was kind of hoping for that last night. That sounds kind of like Loretta. And if Loretta pulls something like that off, where just he... Even though he's got this weird respect for her, or I guess attraction to the fact that she's kind of an outlaw mm-hmm. like him and has had a disadvantage, but he's got she's got a lot of money and she's you know he's kind of attracted to her on this basis. He still does not respect or yeah no respect her. Doesn't take her mm-hmm. seriously as as like a threat to his life. As a threat, yeah. like whereas Raylan Raylan is like oh he's fucking hard to go against him. So I think it would mm-hmm. be kind of interesting to see Loretta dust him off and I wouldn't feel cheated. So long as now it seems like But you got to have Raylan do something awesome with Raylan's going to shoot right? Boyd. And that will be plenty awesome for the both of us, I promise you. Okay. All right. We'll see. Might get to shoot Duffy. He might get to shoot Arkham. He might get he that. He might get all. the Raylan hat trick this season. Yeah, he should just do the six gun thing where he keeps firing <laughs> all barrels. Da, 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 da. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, it's 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 going to be good. I'm not going to question the fact that this is not going to have something that's just viscerally awesome that happens in the next two episodes. Okay. Um, 
where do you want to go from there? Is there more to talk about with Raylan mm. specifically, or should we move to some of the side characters here? Or move into the other main plot, which is Ava. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, when... when um... So Raylan stops by and he tells Arkham that his his uh, wife is dead, like you said, or his fiancé. Yeah. What did you think of Boone's response to that? Did you notice? Were you watching his performance? No, I wasn't. Hmm. I was trying to get a read on because he kind of like his head bowed, like more respect and um, appropriateness to the situation than I would have suspected from him. Hmm. Okay. Which makes me wonder, like, what is it about Arkham that has uh, that commands respect from so many dangerous men? You know, money helps. But he's also <laughs> so. Did you notice the, that uh, uh, Arkham's going around with a, his his own little holster? Oh, is he? Yeah, I mean, he's got the shoulder holster with the with hmm. the the bullet holder, the the spare magazine holders, and all that stuff. The gun holster, hmm. um, and he seems he's really getting more and more Sam Elliott. Like some of his line readings were so <laughs> drawly. It's like I'm I'm wondering if they're if 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 he's going to be. It turns out to be a capable gunman himself. Could be. I can he see had that. to build that reputation somehow. Yeah, and he does command the respect of dangerous men. Yeah, and now that he's losing all of his bodyguards and his guys, right. I would think he would want to strap up and yeah, take matters into his own hands a little bit. Then the other thing I want to talk about that scene is, uh, well, actually not that scene. It's the scene where he goes to Earl and Carl in jail and yeah. makes them the offer they can't refuse. They refer to Boone as the hot kid, okay, which is a 2005 Elmore Leonard novel, which I haven't read, no. um, mm. but I got that that was a reference off of Reddit, so I thought that was... They're they're paying paying respects to the old man. Yeah, they do. I like that. Where do uh, we go from here? How about Ava? Ava and Zachariah tromping through the forest, going up the mountain. Yep. Udalali, Udalali, golly, what a day! In, in the mountains of California. Yeah. <laughs> Every <laughs> as, once as in a while, said. you really start seeing that, like this. This is not Appalachia. This is yeah. What are you gonna do? This is Northern California. Filming Kentucky. <laughs> Um, well, damn, if, uh, if Walking Dead can go into Georgia, I know what the hell. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, their, their whole plot, you know, they're on oh. the run with this money. They're heading up to Groob's place. There's the plot. Groob's is dead. I didn't think much of this. Groob's is long dead. Groob's, Groob's is, is a fucking walker. <laughs> they need to pick up Groob's for the mummy exhibit they got going on at Cincinnati because yeah. he has self mummified himself. So when you drink a couple gallons of moonshine, and then die of a heart attack, it turns out it just pretty much self-pickles you. I guess so, yeah. So, yeah. Th- that, that's all they're doing. They're on the run with the money. There is, I mean, it is... It doesn't seem like I, the stuff with Zachariah and Boyd has gone anywhere. Uh, he's still wanting Boyd dead. I don't know how that's going to go down, whether, you know, that's the other thing. It's like, you got to keep in mind all the players that want everyone dead, which yeah. is everyone. Everyone wants everyone else dead. And where they're with all the exception at... the exception of their marshal service, I'm pretty sure that they're all on the same team. <laughs> I'm not sure. Tim was eyeing Raylan this And in 48 time. hours, in art, you can put him back into everyone wants to kill everybody pile, too. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, and you got to think about where these characters are and where they're headed. Sure. Because I foresee, next episode, potentially, a confrontation up at Groob's place between Boyd and Raylan. Could be. Boyd certainly knows about Groobs, I would say. Sure. Raylan now knows about Groobs, so I, I could definitely see them accidentally bumping heads mm. up at up at Groobs' place. And, of course, I think Ava and uh, Zechariah are going to be long gone by then. Well, the other thing is, when Duffy yes. 
you know, we talked about him not being a badass and kind of being the the warfification of Duffy, but this is personal for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've never seen him personally engaged the way the manner of Mikey's death. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> and he and, and the way it affected him, I think we might get to see Duffy unleashed. And you got to think anytime you start talking about Boyd or Markham, you got to throw the fact that a very a presumably dangerous man. Again, we don't get to see him be dangerous that often in the series. Sure. But a very dangerous and very capable man. Is, and a cunning man. And a too. cunning man yeah. and a survivor is now personally motivated to put these guys in the ground. Yeah. And that's super exciting. I agree. I agree. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff ahead. I mean, the other thing all, is all of these characters could die too. Like uh, that's the other match stick. Do you think Duffy's thing. personally pissed at Raylan? I've been trying to think, sort this out in my mind. The, what, the con side is he's a marshal, so you'd be a fool to go after him. On sure. the other hand, he's directly responsible for being seen as a rat by Mikey. Yeah. He's the one that kind of was really put a kink in their whole relationship. You could make a direct lo- uh, argument that he's the cause of Michael's death. Mm-hmm. And thus, also, when is crazy with grief, uh, he's going to die. It could totally happen, yeah. Do you want to just talk about that scene? With Mikey, yeah. Okay, do. let's do it. Uh, that's an incredible scene. And I I love how that scene went down because so so often in shows you see a single gunshot to the chest, to the shoulder, to wherever it takes somebody down, mm-hmm. incapacitate them completely, and, and kill them within uh-huh. a matter of seconds. Uh-huh. That didn't happen here, sure. obviously, and that I love that realism. Right. Like if anything, it just gave mikey an adrenaline rush that allowed sure. him to push through the pain of the other three gunshots or yeah. whatever and kill Catherine. that last one was brutal yeah that's the one that got him and i was <laughs> the whole time i went from like how is okay so they did a great job of staging the scene because we got a ton we got years of backstory of mike uh yeah. in a few minutes mm-hmm. the whole like you never let me change the radio i have to drive all the time i don't need to run the, the tv and still and duffy's like you can run the tv and still you the kind of lack things, of respect that duffy's offering he's not offering it's anything bullshit. real you're right yeah he's treating him like a child and, and mike is like hey you're the closest thing i've got to family i admired i respected you like this is a personal betrayal yeah and then like you, you and the other thing is mike is stupid he's a very profoundly stupid man and, okay, and yeah. you have to say that about the performance, but you can see like he's watching Duffy and Catherine debate these terms of honor. And he's like, oh, I agree with that. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, hilariously, her comments on a partner is made him step up and be like, oh, I can't let you kill him. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know if I personally buy the logic of all that stuff, but it was a stretch. But but they use the fact that that Mike is stupid uh, and kind of a, a doofus uh-huh. to sell it. Yeah. And then yeah. again, like I said, I don't have a problem when people get shot and they just drop because, you know, everything I've read says that most of the st- quote unquote stopping power, unless you hit someone in like the heart or the brain is psychological. In in other words, you get hit okay. by a bullet. Oh, it hurts it. like a motherfucker. And because, you know, it's, it's like, it's something so far outside the experience of common man. Mm-hmm. Same thing with getting stabbed. You get stabbed. And the arm or the thigh, and like you're out of the action just because you know you're not emotionally and mentally and physiologically prepared to deal with it. Certainly. Then you look at the guy like Mike or like the dudes from Lone Survivor, and they're getting like poked all over, and they keep on going. It's amazing what the human body can do. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. I like that too. That was like some Wolverine shit. 
Yeah, I, I loved it. I was cheering the whole time. And I was really nervous, like, when he got on top of her, and then she shot him, and that was a, like, blood went everywhere, and it mm-hmm. seemed like that was an a, a imminently fatal shot. I thought they're going with the old, uh, the bear, Jor, Jor moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. End up just dead on top of her. And- he, I, I could have killed you, but I succumbed to the wound at last, and, yeah. man. Nope, he got her. He got her, and that's... uh. That was amazing. I, I loved get, it. Yeah, and I got like I said, I was genuinely affected when he asked Duffy to hold him. <laughs> he asked when to hold him. I I really wasn't. I might have just been on the high of seeing this guy go into beast mode, and it was a whirlwind of, of emotions. Okay, I was yeah. in an RV of emotions there, and then and then I think the thing that really got to me was wins like just shell shocked call to nine eleven to nine one one. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't even know where to be. Duffy's actually sad about it at the end. You know, it's not like, oh, I had to expend my bodyguard in this sure. situation. I'm glad I did and I'm alive. The fly in my when Duffy is a dangerous man on the loose argument is maybe he's in jail. And I don't think they can pull too many get out of jail, get out of police custody, get out of hospital security in a row. Well, why would he be in jail from that? Because I mean, the only two people who know anything about this are dead. But I'm saying he was clearly handcuffed to this fucking thing. You don't think he would go to jail? You think? I mean, I'm I mean, not... he might go to jail. Over, I like. I'm trying to think what they would pin on him. Like, like other than just sticking him in the tank for a night. I wouldn't imagine. I imagine that a good lawyer would get him out of jail on, yeah, yeah. on bail or bond at, at, at pretty easily. But that's yeah. going to take him out of commission for at least a day. I would think. Yeah, probably. Um, but then again, you know, if you get the right corrupt Harlan cop, who the hell knows? And Raylan's got 48 hours. He's got 48. So Duffy gets out in one day. He's got a day to do whatever he's going to do. Could suggest a timing for some things. Could be. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, what else is there to talk about here? I mean, Earl and Carl, but they were just pawns. Just like. They were in service of the Arkham Boyd plot. Very on the nose. And they've done a great job of setting up like, you know. Carl gave a really good performance when uh, his brother was saying, Boyd would never do that to us. You could see in his face that he knew he would. Yeah. Like, this is his worst fear about Boyd confirmed, mm-hmm. which stretched it a little bit for me to believe that he would he would believe Boyd that, that easily. But, again, Boyd is super charming, and Carl's n- not that bright. Yeah. I, I almost want to call start calling Duffy the weasel because he somehow weaseled his way out of situations. Like yeah, he's got a rat face, but man, he's got a weasel body. What do you think of that? What do you think about the the most gullible marshal in the world? The guy that was like talking to Raylan and oh, Tim, yeah, and yeah. there he's like, so Ava pulled Boyd's gun and held you up with it. I did not see that coming. And Tim and Raylan were looking at the guy the same way I was. Like, is he for real? Hmm. Is he being a dick? What I could, I still can't figure out. But it, I think he's just spacey. Because he fought, yeah. he he fell for that one obvious trap, pretty hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. I love the fact that they're giving Tim the best lines in the season. Like, there's they are. so many great lines. Uh-huh. Uh, B- Boone got a good one. If my my ball so blue, they'd be purple. Um, <laughs> but as a nerd, I got to give him. I've been I've been to Mordor, but not through the mines. When Raylan asked him if he's been to the mines. Yeah, and I love I, Raylan's response. Is that a yes or a no? Yeah, <laughs> like come on, cut the bullshit. I don't, yeah. I don't get that reference. I love it when Tim busts out the the nerd references. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is Rachel continues to be getting the short stick of this stuff. Yeah, 
Like I don't know where her role is at this point. Somehow giving right? her more screen time with art just makes art look better. Like they, yeah. they're giving she just gets nothing. She is the straight person, the only straight person in a cast full of colorful, colorful characters. I wonder if she could send or art could send her after Raylan if he extends his forty eight hours. I know he said he's gonna come after him himself, but I'd be super, I don't know. Well, that, yeah, that wouldn't think, be too bad. Yeah, I don't want to see Rachel and Tim. I kind of do. Like, them all three would be neat, but... It would test the bonds that they've built over these past few years, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're sent after Boy, or after Raylan. See, how this goes down in my mind... In and Raylan is so close that he can't let him, and... I don't know. How this know. how this goes down in my mind is the end of last episode, Raylan gets a phone call, you're 48 hours up, I'm coming after you. Mm-hmm. And then it's a breakneck finale of him trying to get Raylan. Solve the case before he gets and caught. And he catches yeah. up to Raylan just at the moment that Raylan, you know, brings in Boyd into cash. And then we have hopefully 10, or 10 minutes or so to wind things down. Yeah. See Raylan in Florida or whatever. See you know how Art and Rachel and Tim do. Like you know have a just just a nice going out on the series on 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 top moment. Yeah, I think we need something like that near the end. I don't know because it can go wrong. Like you can get into too many. Like you know, look at Lord oh, of the yeah, Rings yeah. where you have like fifteen different endings or you know some sure. bullshit scene where they're all out at the Olive Garden. You know, to, like it's got to mean something. Yeah, I don't. I but don't. Think I trust that, these guys at this point. Yeah, I don't think these guys are going to wank themselves that much, mm-hmm. and the fans. Uh, what about Arkham? Arkham is obviously he wants his money back, but now that Catherine's dead, I feel like there might be he might be more personally involved in this game because I think he was content to sit back, let Raylan try to find Boyd for for the most part, you know, and, and put pressure on Loretta sure. in the background. But now that Catherine's dead. I'm not so sure about that. What he, he might get involved. And what did you think of the scene where they're kind of like feeling out whether they can love and trust each other? Who? Raylan and Arkham? No, no, no. Arkham and Catherine. I mean, I know it doesn't matter oh, now, but oh. what and it never really mattered, right? That was that was a weird thing. Like Catherine knew that he wasn't the rat. At that point. He knew he the, didn't the, care. She, yeah, he That's didn't the care difference. either way. That's but, but he also knew so Catherine so had all the hand in the relationship, it felt like. We talked about last episode how we thought maybe Arkham thought that Catherine had been duped by Boyd to mm-hmm. give that money over. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that still holds in this ep- in this episode, but it seemed like, yeah, he didn't care so much and about he, whether or not she was And they just made good use of um, uh, the guy, man, I just spaced on his name. They made good use of uh, Sam Elliott yeah. uh, to sell those lines about, you know, like that I just love that. Like I can always, I can always smell a bloom before it goes bad. But you've always smelled like presidential Kush. Yeah, yeah. So like only he could say like I can't say that line and not sound ridiculous. Sure. But the way he was saying that he still loved her and hopes that she would avenge him as as much as he avenged her husband, why he's got her hand on her throat, that was a little off putting. Yeah, that a little disturbing. Yeah, like I. I was. I'm kind of surprised they ended this the way they did. Although I'm mm-hmm. glad they did because it's shocked the hell out of me. It's a great scene. But yeah. I was kind of thinking there might be a little bit more dancing between those two. Yeah, no more dancing. That, that's for sure. But also that could be just a pledge of loyalty and fidelity, and also with a threat. Like I, my eyes are now open to the type of relationship we have. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I understand why you did this. Don't fucking do it again. So 
Yeah, it also could be, you know, he's very, very close to getting what he wants there, which I think is Catherine. Yeah. Uh, Boyd was very, very close to getting what he wanted. I feel like a lot of people are getting right there and then having yeah. it snatched away from him. Yeah, yeah, no. So that's a, a fair parallel there. Including Raylan. Yeah, he's gotten absolutely. so close, and now he's just as far away as ever. It's yep. like so many times almost had to sew it up, and then it just unravels. <laughs> That's <laughs> what so makes the show great. I want to talk about Raylan's scene with the dirty cop because it's yeah, been yeah. a while since oh, Raylan's it. been able to just go let off the chain and go full on intimidation. Uh, I mean, I what can I say about it other than it was awesome? That's the challenge of uh, that's the challenge of ta- talking about Justify. Yeah, the way he you know tells the guy what he's going to tell him, and then he says, "I see what's going through your head. I see, I see you doing the math." Mm-hmm. Was one of my favorite lines in that in that scene, right? Uh, I, yeah, just the way he's able to read these people and intimidate them, and you and know, like it's, when he it's says a weird he's... situation because he's got a dirty cop in front of him. Sure, he's not busting the guy, no, but he's busting the guy's balls. Sure, certainly, he's saying, "Look, don't make this." There's a lot of different flavors of worse than it is right now. One of them yeah. is me pistol whipping every last tooth out of your head. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Raylan's got enough of don't give a fuck on that particular day, or it's been a bad day that I think the cop believed him. And he's, uh, honestly, probably has the authority. And what it took, well, I don't know. But what it what it took to the next level for me is then, in the middle of those cold-blooded smack going down, Earl piping up, what, what, did you just say my brother's dead? Yeah, yeah. Like, that kind of brought it back to a human level and then worked so well at the portal when he comes back outside. And I thought it was such so brilliant the way they set up the scene as of Raylan intimidating this guy with opening and closing car doors in his body position. Because uh-huh. this guy's scared to death he's going to get shot by, you know, Jesse. Uh-huh. Jesse's going to blow him a kiss. I think that's the guy, what, what the, he's calling his uh, gun. Um, I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, but anyway... He's like, you know, opening and closing doors and, and leaning in here, leaning in there. It's like, um, I don't know, just just a really, really fun scene. Um, and there's another Banshee uh, parallel because I thought the Mike scene was a straight up Banshee scene. But then I, that might have been an interesting homage to the um, uh, to, to the car fight that happened in season three. It's frustrating. The throat rip? Yeah, 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 that one. Because I've seen they, that one. They go yeah. all around the car, and yeah. that was kind of like a psychological version of that beating. Okay. Although Earl, I see what you're saying. Earl didn't get yeah. his throat ripped. No, no, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really excited because I think more than ever, all these forces are coming together in an explosive way. Uh, there's there's too much pressure here, and I not everyone can make it out of this. Mm-hmm. No, just the idea of Boyd running around next episode in a sheriff's car, in a sheriff's oh, yeah. uniform with Raylan. That visual just feels so wrong. It does. It really does. And, and yet, for the show, it's, so, it's so right. It's so right. Yeah, it's it's such a mirror image of Raylan, which has been the thesis of this goddamn show all along. Yeah, it's perfect. And also, it's like, I was thinking, I was talking in the forums about how that sensation I felt when he killed Carl, just being like, oh my god, oh, that's right, he is a scorpion. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why Raylan hates this guy so much. Because you imagine him and Raylan growing up. How many times did he have that exact same, oh, shit, I forgot this guy's a scorpion moment. J- yeah, just without and then, the gun. And then and then Boyd ropes him in, and he gets him mm-hmm. in some other scheme. Or, like, how many of these times? And, and 
I I just think that that's this hate that he has for this guy goes bone deep because he's seen this happen so many times. He's so full yeah. of shit and he's so selfish. And he's like, I just and he never he never he really skates. pays the price. Always skates, yeah. Always skates at expenses, and Raylan just can't fucking stand it. I, yeah. And the fact yeah, that his beautiful. old man liked Boyd better on yeah. top of all that, oh, so <laughs> it's it's so great. It's a fucking opera, man. Yeah, fantastic episode all around. Yep. Uh, I can't wait for next week. Hey, before we get to feedback, just want to talk about how you can support Bald Move, because the grim reality is we wouldn't be able to be talking with you about Justified, about this awesome television show, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for uh, direct listener support. Now, we've talked about club.baldmove.com, and it's a fantastic way, but some of you are like, I don't like ongoing memberships i don't like excellent value for my money (laughs) what can i do instead well do you like using amazon i mean maybe not if you don't like excellent value for your money Mm. but if you do uh uh, fit that venn diagram you can go to amazon.baldmove.com for all your amazon uh, shopping needs what that does is it redirects you to amazon's webpage as if you just gone to amazon itself except for now you you are loaded. You are loaded with love for bald moving your shopping cart. Anything you buy in that session, we'll get a teeny tiny cut of Jeff Bezos, uh, founder and CEO of Amazon.com. Yeah, and swipe Copper a, a few pennies from him. Swipe a few pennies. It drives me crazy, mm-hmm. and it keeps our lights on, and it's a great way. It doesn't cost you anything. That's the best thing. Like you, you talk about value for your money. It's one hundred. It's infinite, infinite value because it costs you nothing and gives us so much. Mm-hmm. So seriously, it helps us out. Like a third of our operating income comes from people using Amazon affiliate links. God bless each and every one of you that do it. Amazon.baldmove.com. It's quick and easy, and it keeps keeps us going. Yeah. Shall we talk a little bit about uh, feedback? Let's do it. First email up, and it's a doozy. Whitney S. said, Ava wanted to move the dead body. She's, she's talking about how we were wrong about hmm. the Vasquez not having an, anything on, on Ava. On yeah. Ava. Said, Ava wanted to move the dead body to Pimp because his body had a shotgun hole in his belly. It would have been autopsied and discovered. You're all forgetting that Ellie May saw the murder and is still alive, happily living with quote-unquote Drew Thompson. And Cassie, the preacher's sister, also was held at gunpoint while Ava was deciding whether or not to shoot both of them so Ava wouldn't go to jail for the Pimp's murder. Cassie also gave that final fuck you for killing my brother look to Boyd when he saw Ava in the police car for tampering with evidence. Remember, she could testify. No one seems to remember that Ava has killed two men, both when they were unarmed. She went to prison for the movement of the body as evidence, but it's not ridiculous for the AUSA to present charges in the actual murder, and Vasquez has enough witnesses to that one. He is also pissed off enough about his Rico case and about Ava flipping. I am positive that Cassie would love to stick the Boyd again, and I am sure the marshals could make Ellie May testify as well. It's not that crazy. Real fans of Justified should understand that Ava going back to prison for a long time is a real possibility. Hmm. uh, Shots fired. We're not real fans of Justified. God damn it. I I knew it all along. The truth has been laid bare. Yep. Yep. I forgot a detail about the show. I'm not. I'm not a fan. I feel. I, f- I feel like Mikey. <laughs> it's tough, got... you know. Sometimes these podcasts take their toll, especially in a super busy season like this. Mm. It's like I get seven universes worth of shit in my head, and I forget season three of a show that's four seasons out. Well, I mean, I try to do. I mean, that was a. That's been something that like. Uh, I actually think I might just take and plagiarize and put something like you repackage this on Reddit because there are there are a lot of people online. And I did some due diligence about trying to figure out. But she is correct. Um, there's at yeah. least 
two eyewitnesses that are alive that could now all right both of those people are not exactly easily accessible though especially uh ellie may i mean drew thompson's on the lamb official like Uh and cassie i thought she was off some kind of off the grid as well too but the point still stands yeah i'm not sure the point certainly yeah and that's you know that's what the fans are here for we can't remember everything and bringing that up is helpful to the podcast certainly so can we be now that we have that fact in our head can we be real fans again uh until the next time until the next time we fuck up yeah do we need to to sit out an episode and come back for the finale (laughs) we'll sit out next episode we will after the finale we'll we'll continue to watch as fraudulent fans we'll have re-earned our fandom back for the the finale episode sounds good sounds like a plan jay from tallahassee said this season has to be the best as far as entertainment while the show has been relentlessly awesome i'm afraid it's become a show that can't spell relentlessly i think it's been dumbed down a bit it's the final season so far, so it's full of fanfare and a lot of fun, but also nowhere near as tight as seasons two or three. Is this a problem for you guys? And he says, imagine if Banshee had a cerebral season that contended for best drama, then became the who, show it is today. Who the fuck are all these people watching Banshee, man? <laughs> Why is Banshee suddenly a there thing? There are dozens of us! <laughs> dozens! You, oh, oh, Banshee fans. You're going to have to watch Banshee. You fuck know you, that. You know it's true. Uh, what was I even talking about? Now? I don't know. The Banshee thing completely being ignorant about Banshee. I think is what you're talking. Threw about. me off here. Do I? Oh, do I have a problem with, with it being a little dumb? If it's a little dumb down the season after seasons four and five. No, like this. This show has had more of a return to form than I would. I was hoping for. Uh, I'm okay with it not being as incredible as it was in season two, and um, also and, and as intricate as it was in season three. I am about to rewatch seasons two or three because mm-hmm. uh my girlfriend has not seen those i think we're gonna skip season one since she's started watching season four i think we'll be able yeah. to roll with that punch yeah um i'm kind of curious to see because i know there's at least a two episode stretch that i was not thoroughly digging um mm-hmm. and a plot that was just ludicrous involving uh raylan and a and, and winona and the fucking money in the evidence room sure that was terrible and i think there might be a couple other goofy things to that season too i you know how do you compare mags bennett and especially the way she went out with this season like it's a lot. It's I feel like it's a lot easier to compare other seasons of other shows when that season was so far removed from anything we've seen the show do since then. And also, I don't know because it's been five years since I've seen it. Exactly. I don't yeah. know that I would really say that about it. Like, I need to watch it again and say, "Oh, well, yeah, that blows this thing away." Or it's a lot smarter. Well, I, it, or it's more tight. Yeah, I do remember the feeling I had watching the end of that season, and I was blown away, completely blown away. I thought it ended in an absolutely stellar way. I guess, Jake, if I'm being honest, you'd have to make a decision about whether the plot problems that are fundamental but have nothing to do with the mechanics. Like, can you see that the hills of Kentucky are essentially a MacGuffin that these various villains need to grow their goddamn weed, even though that's ludicrous, you know? Okay. This is essentially the gold briefcase from Pulp Fiction, that that made no sense either, but that doesn't take away from the fact that the actual movie Pulp Fiction is brilliant. If yeah. you can overlook the fact that a lot of these motivations don't hold up on careful scrutiny and you can treat them as MacGuffins, then I think my gut tells me that you can say that this is easily as good as season two. 
if that is a big hang up and I'm sympathetic for that, then I think you, I mean, cause the motivations of everyone in season two were the bones of Harlan yeah. and the coal mining community and what it's like to be in a small town when, when your trade is drying up and it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, almost the wire in that aspect. So I don't, I mean, it's, it's all, that's going to be a very personal choice, I think for everybody. Yeah, I think so. And no one's wrong. I wonder if coming back to that sort of idea about, you know, Harlan being Harlan and the people in Harlan being what makes it Harlan, uh, I wonder, I feel like that's a good idea. That's a great way to put, you know, a stamp on this series and say this is what Justified is. Um, It's Harlan through and through, but at the same time, it's a dangerous thing to do because season two was so good. Yeah. And if you're going to try to do that again, it needs to be as good Yeah. uh, for people to really care about it. And I, I, I wouldn't say that this has been as good as season two so far. Um, but at the same time, I have to see how it ends because, because that's that's the thing that really stood out to me about season two is how it ended. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of good stuff with Nicole. get, Get slapped with cuffs do we think that season is as awesome as it is? But since it kind of no, capped off... definitely not. It capped off perfectly mm-hmm. with so many great beats in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that you're right. That's a good point. We're we're still two episodes premature from having this debate in full. But it's going to be an awesome debate to have. I expect it to be lively. Sure. Yeah, and I, I kind of want to rewatch a, season two before a, a, then. Because I, 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 I could do that. I don't know I mean, how to compare the two with only remembering the basic emotion that I felt while watching certain points in that season. It's, like, funny it's not a we, fair. Battle. We just got finished rewatching Downton Abbey, and we were about to tackle Deadwood. I wonder. Yeah, uh, going back and 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 marathon in two seasons is justified. Yeah, that, that would be great. That I mean, if we could both do that before the finale, I think that would be awesome. Maybe we take a week after the. The have a wrap ends. up Ooh. series ends and watch it then yeah um the traffic for this podcast in no way justifies that expenditure of time and effort but i kind of want to yeah yeah i do too all right we'll see <laughs> that's not a promise <laughs> no promises <laughs> or if it is it's the kind of boyd i promise i'll sp- i'll split five million dollars with the kind of promise yeah yeah uh duncan s said best line of the season christ could be the best of the whole series when I don't know where to start, or Boone, feel my balls right now. They're so blue, they're purple. You know what's funny about good. this? It's so hard to pick line of the week. Hmm. Like, there's way more awesome lines of the week in any given episode of Justified than there are awesome zombie kills and Walking Dead. There's a signature oh, yeah. walk. Way more. It's very rare, maybe once a season where it's even a serious debate. It's been really hard to find lines of the week this season because everyone's getting them and yeah. they're getting three or four a fucking episode. Yep. So those weren't my, I mean, again, I'm, I'm an, I'm a Lord of the Rings nerd, but, uh, different strokes, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pavlov's bell from Brooklyn, New York said that scene in the saloon. Oh, I'm sorry. The portal was staged and shot so beautifully down to the black and white hats. All the smoke they must have used in that room reminded me of the, uh, better call Saul insider podcast where schnauz remarked on the lengthy filming time, of the scenes in Chuck's home, they have to take a break every hour to give the crew's lungs a break from the smoke that they have to get that kind of soupy lighting effect. Hmm. I wonder if Boone will be deprived of his much-desired showdown with Raylan, or if Loretta will take him out. You know, that's what we're maybe we're doing about the studio. We need to make it soupy in here. We never we never counted that for the lighting. Mm-mm. Yeah, I need to get a fog machine. Get a stew going. 
we won't take a break for uh, every hour because we just don't give a shit about our health. Sure. Clearly, we're drinking before <laughs> noon. Um, I wonder if Boone will be deprived of the much his much-desired showdown with Raylan if Loretta will take him out with the foreshadowed apple pie. I Man, don't, I don't, it's not going to be apple pie. I don't see that. It's you, not, I don't, I mean. You've stated your case on that, yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I agree, it shouldn't be apple pie. He would know about that. But I could and totally, he'd be a fool. I could totally see her using the fact that she, he doesn't take her seriously to fuck him over. Sure, I I would not be very satisfied by that. I want to see Raylan draw it out with a guy who has been built up to be a really good draw. Hmm. I want to see it. I, I do personally too. just want to see it. And I, I do too, but I, I don't f- think it would make it worse or better. I just, that's what I want to see. What if it turns out that Boone is Markham's bastard son, like a Ramsey okay. Bruce Bolton scenario? Mm-hmm. Boone Snow. He's Boone Snow. And when, when Raylan kills Boone, Markham swears revenge and he finds out that he's the one that taught him how to quick draw. No, and he takes his gun. So he's got from a bigger his, his business suit holster, and he gets his gun belt out, and that's the final episode. That's ludicrous, but it sounds pretty <laughs> fucking rad. I gotta say, sure. <laughs> uh, she says, "I hope it's Loretta because she deserves the right to put him down after all of his creepiness with her." And that closing high noon shot of Raylan walking down the street, man, I'm going to miss this show. I agree. This is <laughs> this has kind of been a brutal uh, year. I mean, we're losing Mad Men, we're losing Justified. Mm-hmm. We're getting uh, a Walking Dead spinoff. We're getting a Walking Dead spinoff. What do we do? <laughs> it's, it's shit creek all around us, <laughs> and it's it's filling up. <laughs> we got no paddle. Not a paddle to be found. Nope. Fortunately, we do have a well-stocked booze cabinet. Yes, we do. Trippy from St. Louis said, I also should say I loved Raylan's face when Tim said, you'll cut me in on the 10 million, right? Did I mention? remember to mention that? Because that's another fantastic scene. The look on Boone's face? No, the look the the look on Raylan's face. If I said Boone, Ray- I'm an idiot. No, you might have said Raylan. I I wasn't listening. <laughs> it's a mix of eighty percent. I'm seriously about to shoot you, and twenty percent. I have to admit that was funny. When Maybe. does he say that? So is, it, is he in the hospital bed when he says that? No, 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 no. Tim said it to Raylan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When okay. Tim's telling him you got to go back to Lexington, uh, I'll give you directions to Lexington, and it, those are all funny stuff. But then when Tim, when when uh. Raylan comes out with the let's let's stop pretending there's any version of this conversation that doesn't end with me going to Lexington. Yeah. And Tim's like, uh, maybe I can help you out if you cut me in on ten million dollars. I I think it's funny because I think that Raylan doesn't take that seriously, mm-hmm. but also makes Tim's point that you gotta do this or pretty you or you look dirty as hell. It makes both points simultaneously. Okay. Yeah. And Again, if he hadn't got the line, the mortar line, that that'd have been a slam dunk. And he said, anyway, Trippy says, whatever ratio expresses the wire thin margin by which Tim lived to see another day. Uh, you think you think uh, Tim can outdraw or Raylan can outdraw Tim? Yeah, outdraw him certainly. Outshoot him? I don't know. If they were both released within a ten mile radius of each other, <laughs> like a manhunt sort of deal, and they both have pistols and mm-hmm. rifles, deadliest game, who do you like or there? whatever it is. Because Tim's got that sniper. I, I like Tim. I liked him there. He doesn't have to pinpoint his... He needs to get within like a half mile of Raylan, and Raylan's doomed. Yeah, if we're talking quick draw, it's Raylan all the way. All if right. we're talking uh, hunting a man and uh, persistence and aim, I think that's Tim all the way. See, that's the man, uh, the the hunting a man aspect. I think yeah. that Raylan's pretty good, especially if we're talking urban, like, you know, just tracking a guy down. 
Okay. Can you get close enough Braylon's to get them to put him within his lethal range? That's what I want to know. Maybe in an urban setting. I, I think you put Tim in the what woods and Raylan in the woods, and Tim's going to kill him nine up times out of ten. the moonshine paths? You think Tim yeah. can outfight Raylan on the moonshine paths? Who you like in the coal mine? God damn it. <laughs> Do they have lights or not? Do this is going to turn into alt Tim versus Raylan. In the coal mine, <laughs> Star Trek each with Star a Wars. stick of dynamite. Like, <laughs> I, dude. Who's got groups on his side? Ooh, uh, groups. I don't know much about groups. Pre or post death? I think Raylan has groups on his side. Just be we're talking about groups, corpse or groups alive and kicking. Either one. Groups right. is groups. You get groups you know? as good as groups gets. Yeah, uh, gr- I think groups sides with Raylan every time. He's from Harlan. Mm. Tim's an outsider. Yeah, but but uh, Raylan's kind of a he's he left Harlan. He spit on Harlan. He's got the history, but I don't know if he's got the affection. He hasn't left Harlan yet. <laughs> You never may not leave, leave it alive. I mean, Ray, Raylan's still alive, so clearly, by logic. <laughs> he hasn't left Harlan. By science, he hasn't left Harlan. Uh-huh. We're done with All feedback. Right. If you'd like to give us more, send it in to justified at baldmove.com. You can also get a hold of us on our forums at forums.baldmove.com. Keep up with all releases on Twitter and Facebook, uh, at baldmove and on facebook.com slash baldmove. And uh, that's it for the week. We can't wait to see yeah. what happens next. Yeah, yeah. These last two episodes should be exciting, at the very least. I at the think. very least, yeah. Hopefully, they'll be intellectual, satisfying too, because that's important to some people. It turns out, yeah, to to true justified fans, to true justified to real fans. fans of justified, it's important. Not well, we to can't, us, though. We, we can't claim that for another week. No, we're Hopefully just we we're just in it for again. the action. I'm glad I remembered about the ten million the ten million dollars split in line, or I would have once again not been able to be a true fan. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back next. Uh, Thursday with another is it Thursday yeah Thursday with another one of these things you're not a true bald move <laughs> podcast host is what it turns out I just don't know what fucking day of the week it is <laughs> until then I'm Jim I'm Aaron bye bye